Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor Rose, and this is the Nerdic Gods Podcast episode. Oh boy. Um, 188? Oh, no. Very close. 189. Nope. 187. Okay. Uh, I was almost there. Didn't I say 187 last week? You weren't here. But like, I was not shit. here. You uh, might have I think week. I said 187 last week. Ep- episode 187 times two. Yeah. Bigger and better. Part 187. Two. Part two. Part two. Yeah, we are continuing the uh the 187s. It'll be a whole trilogy, Daniel. Mm. Sequel trilogy here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're actually not Daniel. You're Daniel's son. Is this lore? This is lore. Yeah, this is canon. Okay. This is a canon event. Not I'm actually aliens? not Connor. I am Connor's great great grandson. Okay. Mm. So Connor did Connor die in the in the bunker? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. He's long gone long gone he's actually been dead for quite a while his yeah, father was here then his father was here it's just it's a whole thing it's all mm-hmm. thing. i'm here crazy take it over daniel welcome back thank you i'm okay. here to you <laughs> not even me uh daniel i got i got the spider-man controller it too oh okay i got it now that yeah, it's in I person say, yeah, I, I the buttons you want to yeah. see the buttons oh i yeah. like the white buttons quite a Are bit they white on white yeah. or oh can't tell it's it's like kind of a gray for the uh the symbols themselves yeah because like mine there you go you can kind of see it in there i have the cosmic whatever red or whatever it has like pink buttons Ooh, that is. i mean i've had this one for a while but the buttons are pink which is pretty nice playstation get fancy with the buttons there yeah you know if they would make better designed controllers you know maybe they'd be worth it (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) i see the day huh Uh, miss my spiciness yeah no not at all love it love it uh i i do like the control i do wish the red went this way a bit more you know they should have went half and half a little bit I more think. yeah or i think a little it, bit more split it that way yeah. yeah like even like imagine how cool it would be if like the the analog stick was slightly red you know maybe just like mm. right here or something like maybe that See, would I look don't weird know. That'd but be, like that'd be too much probably. that would be too much. okay maybe yeah. not the analog stick then but just bring the red the redness part a little bit this way I, I mean, we've I talked about on the show when like it was revealed with the console and the controller. Like, I'm not that crazy on it as like a design. Like, I think that the it's not bad. I just don't think it's as good as like the original uh, the PS4 console one. and yeah. then the controller. Yeah. I still, even just though that I plain don't really, red look great, right? Yeah, the plain yeah. red, the white on the red just pops so much. I really like that color scheme. Yeah, I like it like thematically, like what you know. Oh, for how sure, the, the idea. Of it. Yeah, that's yeah. really fucking cool. But yeah, I'm for I'm sure. kind of with you. I still really like the design. It's, I think it's by far the best looking DualSense that they've made thus far. Uh, but, I like uh, the colors. The colors, the uh, there's like the the Nerd of God colors that they have. Yeah, those are pretty. Nice. The, those are cool too. But yeah, it's probably my favorite one that they made. It, like it's better than like the Wolf one that that they made with. Um, yeah. God of yeah. War, or like that Final Fantasy one, is way better than that. I didn't I like that Final Fantasy Final one. Fantasy. There was a Final Fantasy one. There was a Hogwarts one too that I didn't like that much. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't even remember that. Of all those, I like this one the best. Still yeah, been they definitely need to step up their like, their like game centric ones. Like, yeah, Xbox they're just not as good as it with Xbox. You know, like, yeah. it's like X- Xbox, Xbox also they so like good. they also just out those random ones where like you can't actually buy them but someone can oh you know, like, yeah. the armor core one and stuff like that and those are always the ones that like look super fucking cool yeah, right the like, majority of those ones yeah the armor core one is really cool it was another really cool one 
the Sonic earlier one? this year. Was Fur? there Sonic? Oh, <laughs> the Sonic? No, one that one was Fur? disgusting. <laughs> Don't bring that up. That's, that was a gross. Control. That's fucking gross. I was getting Cheeto dust on that thing. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just imagine holding and sweating. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a real sweaty match on like Street Fighter or some shit. You're like, oh my god. It's getting wet. Fur. It's literally getting yeah. wet from your sweat. Yeah, no, no, can't do that. The Starfield one, though, I'm playing with it now. I know, it's fucking nice. Fucking lovely. You know what else they got now is, like, little grip on the, uh... What do you call these? RT. They have... I I, I don't... Don't they all have that? Do they all have that? I I don't think my Halo one does. I don't know where my Halo one is at the moment. But, like, I don't remember little grips on the triggers, you know? And I'm such a big fan of the grips. My Halo uh, Pro or Elite has one. That one does have it? Yeah. Maybe like rubbed off on my understanding. I don't know. I got to find my Halo controller. Yeah, my 20th edition has it. Okay, they must all have it. Maybe I'm crazy. But I'm noticing it more on this one. Yeah, even my regular black came with the console. As, yeah. As the, you might just be rubbing it off. You're just rough. You I'm rough. not that rough, though. You know, I've never been one of those people where I'm like, oh, my fucking controller Your hands broke. sandpaper? Some people are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some people are literally. Some people have acidic sweat. Have you heard of like these? Some people that are like, well, like melt. But they got fucking like, superpowers. What's going on? There? I don't know. Like there are people that'll like with like laptops or something. Well, it'll it's like it'll discolor the metal because they're they're sweat. It's like they got uh, super sweat. What is wrong with them? Those people need to be yeah. studied for science yeah. <laughs> or something. Need to be probed. <laughs> Maybe that's a human evolution. You know, we're just starting off here. Aesthetic you know? sweat. Aesthetic sweat. Yeah. <laughs> It'll literally melt your skin. It'll be great. It'll be a great future. Daniel, it's been another busy week of the world of video games. Mm-hmm. So many video games. A lot of video games. A lot of video games. This year, it's just like you know, it's just it's too not much. stopping. It's too much. It's too much with video games. We need to stop. Mortal Kombat's about to come we out need to soon stop. too. There's like the rumors of the strike leaking into video games now. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, please. Let's just please, please, <laughs> just start now. <laughs> yeah, let's let just, these other games not we'll come. out. Start yet. now. We'll pause every single game for the next for year. Not five years. <laughs> yeah, sure. We can come five years. Like that's yeah. fine. That's fine. There, there's so many games I want to play. I I need to catch up on shit, and it's just and now I'm in the middle of Starfield, and it's just so much. It's just I have 45, 50 years worth of games I can catch up on. Yeah, you could stop for about five years. We could stop. Yeah. Okay. Our first news story then, Daniel. Uh, Nintendo had a Super Mario Wonder Direct last week. I think it was last week Thursday, so about a week old news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, we uh we gonna go over what they did announce at this direct. Daniel, I know you said you skimmed the direct at least. Or you, yeah, you might have watched it a while ago. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think point. I watched the full thing. Okay, I th- uh, I didn't either. I kind of looked at like but some... I skimmed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, Super Mario Wonder coming out October eighteenth. No, October twentieth. No, I think it's the twentieth. Yeah, yeah, the twentieth because the same day as Spider Man. Now, yeah. uh, got a full direct. Here it is, two D Mario. Get one on Switch finally. How you feeling? What do you think about the direct? I know you're very excited about this. Yeah, this is my be the the game I'm looking forward to the most. Um, by the end of the year, this I mean, obviously it's it's this and Spider Man in the same day, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it looks great. I think um, I love the animation style that this game has compared to like the what, new Super Mario games. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that like silhouette going on behind Mario and just mm-hmm. the way kind of everything looks. It's not like super different from uh Super Mario. If you, if you put it side by side, it's 
pretty different. It's pretty different. It's not like super, but like I do like that they just uh, added a bit more style to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that's the they just touched it up a little bit, added its own little out. flair doing it. Yeah, I really like that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm super into that. I really like the the whole grabbing the wonder flower and then like the world sort of changing <laughs> like that seems like really trippy to me like that's you Mario can do some really mushrooms. fun stuff with that that's exactly what's going on there and <laughs> this whole world goes upside down all of a sudden it became like inception <laughs> i'm like jesus what's going on here <laughs> yeah. like they really are doing drugs in this world uh but no yeah i think this game looks great i'm not the biggest fan of 2d platformers so i'm not like really yeah. anticipating this game are you even gonna play it well, at some point, you know, it's not like on my uh, must play list by any okay. means, but I'm sure at some point I'll pick it up, play it. I played through um, what whatever U Deluxe or uh, on Switch, yeah. so I played through that just like slowly over time. So, you, you know, and I enjoyed that enough to where I would play another 2D Mario, but no, not some point where I'm eagerly anticipating it. And it's just yeah, so busy yeah, yeah. around that time, too. You know, it's just Spider-Man's right there. Alan Wake's the week after. They just announced the UFC date being the week after that. So I'm just sitting there like, uh, it's, a, it's a lot. But nonetheless, I thought it was a great direct. I love the uh, the more focused directs. If you're looking forward to that game, I always think are really enjoyable. Yeah, what was the last, like, 2D platformer you even played? Like, pure platformer. Man. Uh, I tried Celeste for a little bit, you know? Um... Yeah, I know people love that one. So, uh, you know, and I got partially way through that. The story seemed really cool, but uh, yeah, I just wasn't like super into the game itself. I mean, Celeste, you can do all of the, um, all of the like God mode and, and yeah. infinite jumps that if you really just want to experience the story, you could breeze through it in just mere hours if you were that curious on it. Yeah, which which seems to be the case in Super Mario Wonder 2 with a lot of the uh, helpful things. You know, they showed that thing at the end with, like, the grappling hook, which I thought was very interesting with the vine. Yeah, they're called badges, I think. Yeah, yeah, badges. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's going to be but lots of But you can only have there. one at a time, which okay. is interesting. That is interesting. I would go with that grappling yeah. hook. That grappling hook the just grappling looks fun to me. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, dude, I'll play a whole game like this. That Mario with a grappling hook. Grappling hooks make everything yeah, let's. They really do. They really do. Give me grappling hook and a jetpack, you know, and then we're yeah. set. Is there set. a jetpack in it? I didn't see a jetpack, no. Mm. Mm. Big miss. Big miss. <laughs> That's what he <laughs> needed. An Italian plumber jetpack, you know? Maybe it's a water... Oh, it'd be the water pack from uh, Super Mario Sunshine. The flood. The, 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 yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, I think the game looks great. I think it's going to be one of the highest, highly highest rated games of, of the year by the time it comes out, you know? I think... Where... Uh, is it Baldur's Gate Zelda level? Yeah, I think so. I don't think maybe so, not quite that level, but like 93, 93 94, 92 in that range. If I had to guess, yeah, I think so. People mm -hmm. people love these 2D Mario games and uh, you know Nintendo in general. So it's yeah, it's going to be fucking high, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 if I'm going to guess, probably 92. Yeah, right around there. If I had to guess, yeah, I, I would go with you. I wonder if this ends up slotting in on one of the game of the year nominees. I've been thinking about that recently. Like, what is going to be the game of the year nominees at the Keeley? There's a lot to pick from now this year. And, uh, uh, it's gonna we're be not tough. done yet, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be but, tough to predict so he, that even. But. I mean, what have I been saying for years on the show? It needs to be not six. It shouldn't have been six for a while now. Yeah. But it needs to be ten. So if we're going to say ten, just for to please me, right? We're gonna say ten. What are the ten games? We're gonna say ten. Okay. Um. Just say ten. Okay. Well, Tears of Kingdom, Boulder's Gate. I feel like those two are locks at this point. Uh. Then if we're doing ten, I mean Diablo Four, 
uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, for sure. Might as well throw Mortal Kombat in there at this point. No, you don't think so? Even if we're doing 10, you don't think so? Really? Okay. So just Street Fighter? Okay. Um, then, hmm. I, I don't know if Fallen Order would make it. Not Fallen Order. Uh, just Survivor, you know? If there's 10, I could see it slotting in there. Probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah, a lot of people didn't like that one because of the uh, the issues, but uh, maybe. Um, FF16, then, if there's 10? Maybe. If there's 6, I don't think FF16 has a chance, but 10? I would say, yeah, probably it would probably slot in there. What about then. the game that we like? Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, yeah, you got, you got to put Hi-Fi Rush in there. And then Starfield as well, Spider-Man. Mario. Mario. Does Alan Wake 2 slip in there? We're going to have to see with reviews on that one. Do people like that one enough? What I mean, else is... Okay, then you got that, Armored Core. Armored Core, yep, that would be it. Yeah. That's 11 right there. That's 11. Okay, see, see you you really do need to up the 10. This is the year if we're going to up at the 10, you got to do we it We haven't even named a single indie game. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Sea of Stars, uh, what else is, what are the high, what indie games would be Dredge. in there even? Oh, yeah, Dredge, people like that. Dave, that Dave the, the Diver. Diver game, yeah, people really like that too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be rough here. If there's only six, the six is gonna be rough. Good luck getting in there, you know. Yeah. So I feel like if it is six, the only two that are locks. Well, there's probably a lot that are more locks, but like, uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Boulder's Gate would be the only ones that are like lock locks, I think. And then probably Starfield. I think you gotta throw Starfield in there. Spider Man, you gotta throw in there. I guess we'll have to wait for reviews, but I would guess you oh, gotta throw that. I'm in gonna. There. I'm looking at, you know. Things that you know that I keep a list for our awards at the end of the year. Yeah, um, we have Hogwarts, Hogwarts. Yeah, we have Dead Space. We have Ooh. RE4 remake. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about RE4 remake. RE4 yeah, would be one of the ten. Um, you could put Mortal Kombat, uh, Venba, but I don't. That's I don't think that would make it. No. Um, Planet of Lana, maybe, but that's like indie stuff. Yeah, if an indie game's gonna get in there at this point, it's gonna be Sea of Stars, I would imagine, mm -hmm. with uh, how highly praised that game came out of the gate with. Yeah, that's kind of like a, the feud that I have also here. Yeah, yeah. two remakes that are <laughs> really good too. Yeah, yeah, good point. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year. I can't wait for that stuff to start ramping up. That'll be fun. But yeah, Super Mario Wonder coming out October twentieth. A lot of people looking forward to it. A lot of people looking forward to it. Now you're playing this before you play Spider Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I like that. Uh. All right. Our next news story then. Really unfortunate one. Effective immediately. Embracer Group has shut down Violation Games. Uh. The team says they are proud of the games they've created over the past thirty years, and will be trying to help former employees find new jobs. Daniel, I know you're a big fan of these guys. Like the Saints yeah. Row games. I haven't really Evolution. played the Saints Row games since like uh two. So been a little while for me. I didn't play three or four, no. And which I know are the ones people highly praise. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I never played them. You should just play one and two. Yeah, at some point I'm gonna have three is to. an all time. What's the one where you're pretty much the superhero? That's four. That's four, okay. You're, you're, yeah, you play as like the president with superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that one just like too much then? Is that just like No, no. it is, but it's 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 a good too much. Good time still. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like but three is like an all time classic. Yeah. And some people say two is as well. But yeah. I think three is better. 
And so, yeah, these guys have been around 30 years, which is just crazy. That's a very long time for a development studio to even be around. You know, we see studios come and go much quicker than that. So, uh, yeah, for them to stick around 30 years just shows kind of the level of talent that they had, you know? And uh, it just really shows that Embracer Group is just fucking up all over the place. I don't, it, you know, you would think they had some sort of a plan here going on with how many studios they bought up recently. There's like, what, 130-something studios that they own. And now it seems like I know this isn't the only one that's shut down recently through them, but uh, now it seems like the 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 walls are caving in on them a little bit, and uh, unfortunately, it sounds like more people are probably going to end up losing their jobs. Yeah, they also did Red Faction, the Red Faction games. Oh, sure. you're right, you're right. Yeah, They're really cool games too. Um, yeah, it's it's not only is this you know whatever hundreds of people losing their jobs, it's it's. I mean, this is one of the longest running studios out there. Yeah. Like 100%. 30 years. 30 crazy. years. Actually, I mean, what, 93? That's crazy. Yeah. I wasn't even alive. I was, but, you know. You, you, you were just <laughs> born. <laughs> you know? It's just fucking nuts. But, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, and I know the, the last Saints Row game wasn't received super well by everyone, hey, but you can look at my review. Yeah, Daniel, yeah, you know, go look at the uh, Nerd of Gods review on the uh, on our YouTube channel. Daniel loved the game, so it's like you know, I maybe not love it, but you liked it, right? I enjoyed little, it. I am slightly higher on it than other people that think they reviewed the game, but um... my, my point is not enough to the point where like you think it the game should have failed and we shut down the studio, right? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I think if you're just looking for a dumb, fun open world game, like, it will fit that bill. Yeah. And I haven't even played it since they did all those updates to the game. Yeah. It's supposed to be way better now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure that game's fine. Yeah. It's not perfect. I'd like them to do another, um, like, a sequel after that, see if they can just improve, but who knows? I think Embracer said they're going to keep the IPs going, but it's like, I don't want anyone. Who else do I even want making a Saints Row game? Yeah, all right. And this was, it's an interesting choice to shut them down too, because this is one of their bigger studios, right? I mean, besides the three they bought from Square and Gearbox, they were probably next up after that. So, like, their fifth biggest studio at the time, you know? Yeah, kind of deep silver stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, you know, it's just a very interesting choice that this is the one you guys are going to shut down. But I suppose this was probably one of the studios they put the most money into or had to pay the most for. So, I guess it would be a top choice to shut down, but it's just really unfortunate because it just seems like Embrace Group doesn't know what they're doing. And uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be fearful for just about every studio in that company right now. Yeah, instead of like keeping a studio like this going, we'll just buy rights to Lord of the Rings. You know, yeah. Instead of paying the studio for years. And do literally nothing with it yet. <laughs> as far as we know, you know, so. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's going to be really interesting to watch Embrace Group over the next few years because uh, who, who knows if they're even a thing. <laughs> you know, it's man, like... it just would have been better if, like, I don't know. I don't know how yeah, this really worked. Volition to splits. They're just able to keep themselves going them by themselves. Maybe someone else can purchase them. But just straight shutting them down is kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it's rough, man. Maybe it's I'm holding little... the studio a little too high, but I don't know. It just feels like this is not a studio that should be shut down like that. Well, also, I mean, you got to think, too, for the people that work there. This is, this is a studio in Illinois, so there isn't, like, a ton of game studios in the Midwest that they can just... It's not like San Francisco or, you know, one of the 
near yeah or la or whatever where they can just go work down the street at a new video game studio right i mean assuming you get hired by them and all that i don't want to make it sound like it's that easy but like you know it's it's not like they can just simply stay in their same location and go work at a different studio now they all these people would have to move entirely you know to different points throughout the country or different countries in general you know so it's just yeah man it sucks really unfortunate yeah hopefully they land on their feet yeah definitely all right well rest in peace uh go play uh how about we all celebrate and go play saints Row? we're all gonna go play saints Row. okay right after yeah. starfield if i get done with that I'm gonna hop yeah what right are you on there. your 10th uh new game plus yeah 10th new game plus already you know <laughs> real gun-ho about those new game pluses <laughs> uh all right next up then square enix has announced that final fantasy 16 will be getting two paid dlcs and that they are also working on a pc port for the game we should be expecting more news about both those things later this year daniel uh let's start with the pc port uh mm-hmm. since i know square just wants to talk about how unhappy they are with the sales of everything <laughs> you well, know okay man square's such a weird company it's like number one playstation i guess paid for like marketing and whatever i guess they paid for some of the games but it's like number one you did that to yourself you're making it an exclusive it's gonna sell worse period. not only that it's like don't you guys calculate it like to where you would get so much money from playstation for making it exclusive it that, right? that yeah that it would counter counteract that why else would clearly you take the deal yeah clearly it, it wasn't then yeah. Um, number two, yeah, like, 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 don't put as much money into it. Then let the dev cycle be a little lower. Don't take this long to make this game. Well, maybe you didn't need a hundred useless side quests in the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I I also do want to say, in, from my perspective, the game sold pretty good. Uh, Three point yeah. five million in a week. What more were you really expecting out of a PlayStation 5 exclusive Final Fantasy game? You know, that yeah. sounds good to me. You know, that's like right in line with like Resident Evil 4, where that was and stuff like that. It's like, which was a multi platform. What they needed game to or... do was put it on PS4 as well. Sure. Have, a, have that skew if that's the case, if they needed yeah. it to be that much more. Yeah. But it's it, like, I don't know. For it being a PS5 exclusive and and having that limited audience, that was around what probably 35 million when that game when the game actually came out, something like that. Yeah, having that sort of attach rate, that's good to me. That sounds great, actually. You know, and it's just maybe you should have launched that PC at the same time. That probably would have helped a lot. You know, I don't understand why you couldn't have worked out that deal with PlayStation. That that would have made a lot more sense to me to also launch a PC at the same time. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Make the PC version and hurry up and make the Xbox version. Yeah. Who, who knows square they're just a frustrating company you know it's just like being unhappy yeah. with with sales like that it's like you know i also don't final fantasy's a huge name don't get me wrong but it's not uh it's not for it, me it's not as premier as i think people think it is yeah definitely not it's not it's not a 10 million seller you know i think people like, maybe over skewed. time it could get there but like it's not a out the gate 10 million seller this thing's taking over the world you know yeah i think i think some people have some like skewed perspective on what is premium in games you know what sells yeah you know like their games just like like zelda was never premium in terms of its sales until the two switch games and that's mostly because of the switch yeah not necessarily zelda i would think right Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna look at all of nintendo's properties really all of them were because of the switch except for mario yeah except mario but because of the switch all of those ips got a huge bump in whatever their switch iteration was you know you look at the latest kirby game even metroid primary masters already the highest selling metroid game you know and stuff like that it's just damn a dread 
Yeah, the power of the Switch. And then, like like you were saying, with premier titles, a lot of those are just, today, they're, they're multiplayer games, majority of them. You know, there's a lot there's a lot of single-player games that get really high up there. You look at Elden Ring and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, those those sell really high, but it's, like, a lot of them are your your Diablo 4s, your Call of Duties, stuff like that, that get to those, those numbers that it sounds time. like Square Enix wanted, you know? Yeah, and on everything, right? Including last gen at this point. So. PC, PC's growing and huge as a platform you know then you know obviously playstation's huge and something like you know call of duty and diablo really don't have switch ports yet but i feel like under this new xbox um ownership you'll probably get a lot of those ports to nintendo i would assume yeah yeah at some point so it's just you know i don't know man square's uh just in a very interesting place right now it's uh they got to figure out how to be porting these games everywhere that's really the problem yeah, they got to do that, and it's like, you know, and they seem happy about other things, like, they seem really happy about the Pixel uh, remastered of the old Final Fantasy Octopath. games, that's only... Seems to be fine. Yeah, Octopath seemed to be fine when it was out the gate, you know, that landed in the top 10 for that month, or and a couple of months after, so, like, I think I think they had their expectations in check for both of those things, it was just FF16, I think they were really expecting to, like, take over the world, and it did because great, how... but it's not, not as good as uh, they wanted. Yeah, it took way too long to make. And it took way too much money to make. Yeah. So something's got to give, right? Right. Take less time to make the game. That should have been a linear game. I stand by that. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Maybe be more Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I mean, it certainly seems like they're going all in on Final Fantasy VII. They really like that property. I, I assume Final Fantasy VII sells a bit more. Although these numbers were on par with Final Fantasy well, VII Remake. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and it was PS4, and it had more at the time. Yeah, right. At the time, PS4, I mean, that was 2020 PS4's life cycle. So that was the last year of its life cycle without PS5 on the market. So there was just hella PS4s out there. But this game was on par with, I think, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was uh, 4 million throughout the week. So, yeah, they are on par with all that. Um, Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's Square being Square, you know, stick to Kingdom Hearts. Just make Kingdom Hearts games endlessly. Because that's all we really need. Just Kingdom Hearts. Just become a Kingdom Hearts company. Because those sell. Those fucking sell, let me tell you. <laughs> Last year's Game of the Year nominee, Straight, is getting an animated movie of some sort. This is uh, being developed by Anna Perner themselves. I don't know if they're teaming up with some sort of a uh, movie company or something like that. Or some sort of animation studio. But nonetheless... I didn't really see you. Straight is uh, getting... I think they said... Let me click in here. I think yeah, they said it's do. mostly going through them. But I'm not entirely sure. So yeah, that's a very interesting choice. Obviously, Stray came out. It was a very popular for a uh, indie game last year. Uh, ended up getting a Game of Year nominee and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. yeah, so let's see in here. Oh, so it's Annapurna animation. Annapurna oh, animation. Okay. So they're just going through Annapurna, spreading out here, making their yeah. own movies and whatnot. That's interesting. Well, and they already they do do movies and stuff, right? They, they, they? This was them tapping into games. Oh, okay. I think they what that's movies where they started. Have they made? I'm not 100 percent sure. I think they're like indie <laughs> stuff, but I'm pretty sure they started as movies and then came to games. That would make a lot of sense for the type of company Annapurna is. Nonetheless, Stray getting movie adaptation. What do you think of this? I, I mean, do you want me to be honest? Yeah, I could not care less. This is <laughs> what an average video game has some cool aspects, but a very like. 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10, kind of average video game. Uh, why do we need a game or a movie out of 
an average video game. So we're going to make an average movie out of an average video game? Okay, yeah. fantastic. But Daniel, what if I told you Tom Holland played the cat? I just elevated this shit, you know. <laughs> I mean, if, he needs to be everything. What if it's like yeah. that cat's movie and it's just people in a cat costume? <laughs> oh, is the robot Chris Pratt? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, the robot's Chris Pratt. Of course. Why not? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this game either, so I, I, don't, I don't really care too much either, but. Hey, whatever. You want to make some cute animated movie about a cat? I'll probably watch it. You know, I don't even. I didn't even really pick up on what the story was of Stray, if I'm being honest. So, uh, remember like the cat getting lost or some shit, <laughs> you know? And it was like a really sad opening. You remember that? It was like, raining and he like fell down a sewer. Or yeah, some shit. you like slide down and then yeah. it's like a weird scene for that game. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Should have been a 3D platformer. I'm telling you, man. I would have killed it if this game was a 3D platformer. But uh. That's what I wanted. All we <laughs> this wanted. It was just whatever. Wanted. I just wanted a even... wacky 3D platformer when you play as a cat. Some sort of weird walking simulator. That's what it was. Out. It was a cat walking simulator with like light puzzle mechanics. That's all that game was. Yeah. All right. Well, I look forward to the casting information about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays the cat? Garfield. Other than that, I get Garfield. Like the live action Garfield. Yeah. 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 Okay. Continue on next news story. The full roster for Mortal Kombat 1 has finally, or no, has been leaked, has not been announced, was leaked ahead of its release date on September 19th, which I believe is next week? Two Early. weeks? We're almost there. Uh, it's like two weeks. Two yeah. weeks. Or a week and a half. Not next so. Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Danielle, I know you're a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's go. What are you thinking of this roster? I actually didn't look at it. You know, you I'll do look live at in the it. show. Okay. Okay. No, I'll do live in the show. Live reaction here. Megan Fox is so in it, tell you that. Yeah, that's true. They, they did officially announce that one. Uh, it's coming out so quick. I was just like, I don't Do I really need to see? Um, You'll see. All right, soon so enough. Insider Gaming, shout out to them. Uh, I'll just read them. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, you got Liu Kang, uh, Raiden, uh, Raiden. Raiden is more, uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Raiden, uh, Scorpion Sub-Zero, uh, Johnny Cage, Kung Lao, Katana, Nitara, which, uh, Nitara, I'm pretty sure that was Megan Fox, right? Nitara. I think so, yeah, she's, like, doing the voice Baldwin's. of that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Melina, Kenshi, Smoke, Rain, Lee Mei, all, pretty much all of those except for Nitara, I think, have been announced. Um, and Tanya, I think Tanya was announced as well, Baraka, Jiris, Reptile, uh, Ashra, Havoc, Sindel, General uh, Shao, and, and um, Rico, Rico, which is one, I think the only one I don't recognize. Do you know which ones are new characters? Like, are you familiar enough to, to name Every one of these characters, I have to look at Rico, 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 yeah. R-E-I-K-O. I have to look at that character, but every other character has been in a Mortal Kombat game before. Okay. Is Mortal Kombat None not these big on, new. like, introducing new characters? No. no. 11 had brand new. It had... 11 had um, the villain. Jiris, which is in this game, was brand new. And then there's the Centuri girl or whatever, whoever that... That was also brand new. So there okay. were, like, three brand new characters last game. I mean, X had the... Although, that kid group? Yeah. Cassie and... and, and um. Oh, what's the guy Takeda? That's he's he's a DLC guy. He was he's he was new. Like, uh, I don't remember if they did a nine though. 
I think nine because it was a reboot. They kind of just brought a bunch of characters back. This is bringing characters back even from like that Xbox era to like Deception and Armageddon and like Havoc is pretty cool. Um, so is um, what's her name? Ashra. She 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 was pretty cool. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, full roster coming out next week or two weeks, whatever. Is this something you're gonna make time for immediately? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll fit it in. Okay, cool. That's. I mean, the story's not gonna take me long. Yeah, no. I mean, maybe it, it maybe two, two nights at the most. Yeah, how long could it be like four or six hours at most? Yeah, I think I think um eleven was five hours for me. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Uh, moving on then. I'm just realizing, Daniel, we totally skipped over the two paid DLC part for Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Oh, did uh, we? Because we were just complaining about the sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick. Two paid DLCs. So obviously we were getting uh, for Final Fantasy 16. We're doing a weird jump back. But um, so yeah, I'm assuming these are going to be bigger expansions or just some sort of sizable DLC for these two game for this game. Um, so I don't know exactly what we would want out of those. You know, I felt like it was a pretty complete story overall. You know, I guess there's some places where they could fill in with some more answers of lore and like what exactly happened in the story. But I feel like it was a pretty complete story by the time I roll credits on it. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big DLC person. Yeah. I don't care. Usually like put it in the game or save it for the next game. That's yeah. kind of how I, how I am. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, what are you really going to do? You're going to have a DLC about Sid? You play as Sid? That's that's what I'm wondering. Do we do DLCs where you play as different characters throughout different points of the timeline? You know, that that could be cool. Yeah, but, or uh, like... Like, Sid would be cool. I mean, that's a cool idea, if I'm being honest. The only two characters I, I could see you, you being and playing as, really, is you're going to play as Sid, doing, yeah. like, old stuff. Sid, like, you know... Or you're going to be Joshua when he's off doing Joshua stuff. Ooh, I like that. Not Jill? I mean, you, I guess you could. Yeah, you could. When she's, like, in doing there. her stuff. With yeah. Like, trying to um, save, save the girls and stuff, but... I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The Joshua one's a good idea because there was a whole point of that timeline where I'm like, "What the fuck was Joshua doing exactly?" Yeah. <laughs> you know? But do they? Okay. Spoilers. Yeah. Like, how does Clive see him at the beginning of the game? Say that again. How's Clive see him at the beginning of the game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's in the hood, yeah, and he's like, yeah. I thought it was a Kingdom Hearts member. I was like, oh wow, Organization Thirteen. Yeah, Organization Thirteen <laughs> showing up. In what are 16? they doing here? Wow, that's gonna be a crazy they're gonna, twist. They're gonna the answer that game. in four in Kingdom Hearts Four. Oh, that'd be <laughs> fucking cool. That'd be fucking. See, now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is very odd because there was just a hundred figure second. right in the beginning of the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> it's no more all along, you know. Uh, but seriously, yeah. Like, did they ever really answer that? No, I can't no. think of there was like, why there was no reason him? he was there, the, especially considering that would have been an older version of him when yeah. the younger version of him was like literally five was feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could answer that question. There's some weird time travel going on with Josh or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm down for the Sid DLC. That sounds cool. You know, you could do a lot with that as this sort of a prequel era type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, like yeah. leading up to when he meets. Um, yeah. And Sid was, uh, yeah, I mean, since we're spoiling the game, he, he died too early. You know, he should have died way later in that game because he was a cool character. It was a really good moment, I thought, when Sid died, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was just a bit too early because he was such a good character. Yeah. 
All right, and spoilers. But and spoilers. yeah, I'm not really, I'm not gonna play any of this to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much of an interest either in playing it. You know, it's uh, really like the game, but it wasn't something that I'm like craving to go back to. So I probably wouldn't, wouldn't be too into it anyways, unless it sounds super cool story wise. You know, if they get something that piques my interest, then maybe I'll get into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on from Mortal Kombat and Final Fantasy, then. Uh, where were we? Our last news story. Something is going on with E3. I didn't put this news story in. Danny, what the hell is going on with E3? Uh, Let's Reed see. Pop okay. is no longer working with the ESA. Oh, okay. Reed in Pop and ESA story. part ways over E3. Gotcha. Now, was Reed Pop they own E3 or something like that? Was it no, no, the ones ESA. that recently bought? Okay, so ESA owns it. What did Repop do? But exactly? Repop partnered with them. <laughs> we talked about this story. Was it last year? They were gonna do the this year's E3, and it, and it kind of you know fell through or whatever. But uh, Repop is PAX. They're the PAX people. Okay. So they were gonna do, um, I guess, a version of E3, uh, and had a deal with um, with the ESA to do that. Uh, and then it kind of fell through, you know, people were like, it was coming up to the time and there wasn't a lot of information and it didn't really seem like, and then they just couldn't do it. So, um, yeah, I guess they both had different ideas for what they wanted E3 to be is what it sounds like. Yeah. And they just were like, all right, we're just going to split our own ways. And I don't know what is, so what's the SA going to do now? You know, just, I don't know. That's the question, right? It's like what is e3 now even you know it's like is e3 even a thing now you know it's uh because we know next year's canceled right that's official and then they said they're coming back in 2025 right or was that 2026 so i don't remember yeah no one even knows anymore i think they don't even know and that's that's the problem it's just e3 is just dead man it's it's gone it's it's no longer a thing and uh yeah it's unfortunate but yeah this this thing is dead in the water it's just the whole ship is going down sinking here, and uh, <laughs> there's there's no help in it. Yeah, I mean, I guess unless they really, it, it will never happen. But they like actually work with Jeff. Yeah, Keely they all. would have to do that and combine it with Summer Games Fest in some way, and then like that would be the only way it could come back. But why would Keely ever do that? You know, unless you guys are offering him some extraordinary amount of money. I mean, I would assume the name still has cachet, right? Yeah. Certainly little, but as the years go on, that's gonna slowly fade away, right? It will. I mean, it'll. It probably will take a while. Yeah. But yeah, you're not. You're not necessarily wrong. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. Maybe I, you know, it's I still like have my. I still have my criticism with with like you know summer game fest. Yeah. It's like. I, we've talked about this before. Of like, yeah, it's great. Jeff's doing a good job, and I I appreciate Jeff. But it's like, man, you're not even a fraction of what E three was. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, certainly. He, not he loves dunking on. Yeah, I mean he's he's getting good numbers, but he loves dunking on E three every time. Like he did it with this too when this story came out. He immediately was like, "Oh, next June, whatever, you know, summer game fest." Like, man, Jeff, you love dunking on like E three all the time, but it's like, man, you're still you're not even a fraction of what they were doing. So, yeah, you gotta wonder if there's a bit of bad blood there. Something. It sounds. It's what it just, feels like. Yeah, it feels at like least on Jeff's side a little bit. Right? Wants to keep trying to, you know you know kick the the e3 while they're down right but 
Yeah. Uh, yeah it's just it's dead you know maybe the the best case scenario would be e3 just maybe they shrink like a lot and like don't even do press conference anymore and really do just become a pax which i guess these guys pulling out doesn't help that case at all but like really just become a gaming convention where you just go around and showcase other people's games and don't even do uh press conferences and all that i don't know maybe that's not a good idea either so uh, yeah, I don't know how to fix this or if there even is a way to fix this at this point. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the way to do it is turn it into some sort of, like, direct, like a like Nintendo Direct thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're not going to have a big E3 booths and all that, but, like, turn it into, like, an announcement show. Like, yeah. Have, Go the like, opposite direction. Yeah. Have, like, two of them a year, maybe. Try to get everyone to come as much as you can. It's like, okay, do kind of what Jeff does at the Summer Game Fest with like having it be a banner of like, oh, whatever, whoever wants to be here, Ubisoft, you could do your forwards and have it be under us. Do that. Okay, Nintendo, you want to do a little direct here with us? Put it in our E3 direct. Uh, Xbox, Xbox loves working with EA or um, E3. Show something. Uh, you know, we'll just do it in a big little mini showcase that'll be just streamed everywhere. How about that? Or something like that. That'd be cool too. But then money in that, but yeah. Then you get into the whole do those guys even want to because why would they when they can just do it themselves, you know? And uh Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. It's just uh it's a tough situation. You know? Yeah. Alright. Well, that's gonna do it for the news of the week. We'll now move on to what we've been playing. Daniel, let's start with you, bud. Sure. What have you um, been playing? I want to hear about Armor Core. Yeah. I've not heard anyone talk about Armor Core. Um, yeah, so I've, I'm not too sure how much I put into Armor Core. Maybe 10 hours, maybe? Okay. Something like that. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I think I'm at the final um, mission for the first chapter, I think is what they call them or acts or chapters i think there's five chapters i think nick and our discord were saying um yeah i i i really like the game a lot i think it's i think it's a super cool video game it's very stylish it ha- it just oozes style and mech like really cool mech combat uh it doesn't feel as good as like a from game does i think but it still feels pretty good i think where it loses it for me is the camera gets a little wonky. Interesting. Like, you got to be moving really quickly a lot, especially with the dashes or, like, the... You also have, like, a, a big thrust, like, basically uber boost, and you can get in really quick. Is there, like, a dash mechanic, sort of? Yeah. yeah. You can dash side all directions. You okay. can also just fly up, and then there's also, like, a super boost that'll, like, go... Um and yeah, the camera just gets a little funky where you're really trying to move very quickly, like a Bloodborne, but like it's a little faster than Bloodborne, but the camera just, I just don't think keeps up in a good way. Now, are yeah. you like flying in this game constantly? Like, are you fighting you enemies be. like below you and above you and to the sides and all that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can be flying all the time if you want. Like, yeah. there is, there are legs that are better at like hovering so you could be like hovering and doing all that okay. but it's all it's really about your build and stuff like if you get the tank treads you're you're really probably not gonna be hovering all the time you're probably gonna be like using heavy weapons and 
stuff like that but like you are fighting enemies everywhere it is a little scattered compared to like a from game where you're kind of a little more grounded right like you are fighting archers could, but, like, could you approach it like that though like stay on the ground consistently and then or, or do you kind of have to be flying at all times you kind of have to fly a little bit to little get bit. angles uh-huh. but like you don't really need to be flying too much like even the tank treads could like hover a bit and stuff but like yeah, it's yeah. just from the gameplay I've seen. It looks very like there's just shit going on everywhere. There is. Like constantly moving around and going up, down to the sides and all that. Yeah, it's very bullet helly a lot of times. Okay. Like the boss that I'm at right now is very bullet helly. There's a lot of missiles flying at you and stuff. Um, I'm kind of slowing on the game a bit. I don't really know how much I'm going to continue the game. Yeah. As much as I like the game. Um, it's just not. I don't know. It's not a hundred percent. Maybe, maybe it's where I'm at right now with it. I don't sure. know. Maybe I'll probably leave it installed. Maybe it'll come back at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it's it's not like it, I really enjoy the game, but it's not like a, a regular from game for me. Yeah. Uh, especially you know being last year, I I don't know. Now I'm just a from software fan, but you know, uh, the the customization is where I think you're going to spend a lot of time in like mm-hmm. they really want you to not necessarily like your colors and all that like that is added like you could do that but yeah, yeah i've seen i've seen people making some crazy shit yeah there's some really cool ones yeah. yeah the nick who's been on the show he's posting all his pictures and he's yeah. just making shit out there i'm like damn this dude's really going for it with these yeah, nick, nick had a little hammer the nerd got hammer on on uh on his mech which is pretty cool that's dope um uh, but yeah, like so, there's customization for what you look like, but there's also customization for, um, like your individual parts, mm-hmm. right? So you have not only do you have four parts for your mech itself, you have four guns, four weapons. Then there's like a few other, like I think there's like six other pieces that you attach, like boosters and um, other like little slots you put into. But you have like basically eight main parts to to the mech. You have like your left and your right gun or weapon. Then you have like two on your back. Um, and then for your like mech itself, you have a headpiece, arm pieces, um, a chest piece, and then legs. Okay. And those are all like shield things, you know, those aren't weapons, right? No, they're just your actual mech design. Your actual parts, okay. Yeah. And then, like you said, so, you got the two on the back. Are those, like, yeah. sort of cannons that you would shoot enemies with or something? A couple of different things. Like, yeah. the ones I've been rocking most of the time, I, wa- I want to get one to be, like, a railgun. Um, but I've been just using kind of just missile launchers. So, back, like, yeah. I'll hit the bumpers, and it'll shoot, like, four missiles each. Um, that sounds cool. That so, could you do, like, a sword in one hand and then a Gatling you gun in the other one. hand? Yeah. I haven't seen a Gatlin gun. Or just like some type of assault uh, rifle have, or some that's shit. That's you there. start with. Yeah. yeah. A regular assault. It's not like a pure sword. It is, it, 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 it like comes out and then you like can do, you can do like one slash or like two if you hit it a, a second time, but then it recharges. So it's not like something, it's not like a pure melee weapon. Okay. You can't just it is, start hacking and slashing. No, it is on like a cooldown. Um, so it's something you kind of want to time. And, like, if somebody has, like, a plasma shield or something, you can go and try to break the shield and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I was using a bazooka for a while on my on my sword hand. Um, 
but the my build that I had shooting the bazooka would stagger me for a second. It would like slow me, shoot it, and then I can move again. Sometimes I you get hit when you're doing that. But uh, I want to try a few other builds. But like I'm kind of this mission like leads to a boss. It's just really tough. So it's I, there's not a ton of experimenting I can do, but um. I kind of want to get through, maybe get through that mission and try experimenting a little bit more, like being a little heavier, like trying to get the tank treads and like maybe two bazookas or something and just try to pure damage, you know, see if I can barrel through the game that way. How um, how are the boss fights? Like, have you done a lot of them? I've done a few. A few? There okay. are some more like mini bosses that I fought so far. I think okay. I fought the tutorial boss, one other boss, and then this boss. So I think this would be like the third boss-ish that I've fought. Okay. There are like other named people that are more mini bossy. Like on this mission that I'm on for this big boss, like there is a mini boss right before it. It's like another like armored core user. You like kill him. Um, but yeah, the game is set up mission based. Um, you know, it isn't a normal from game. You're not like kind of these interconnected like Metroidvania like interweaving parts of the map it's not like that at all you're and it isn't just pure linear too it is some of them are a little open because of how the max are designed you're, you kind of need to be flying around so they're pretty open and you know but you have yeah, like a it looks objective. like big spaces for, yeah, for the most part yeah just because you're moving big around so much yeah um, are any of like the the from soul uh from soft you know souls games peeking through a little bit like when you play the the, the boss fights or anything like that like does with it the feel slightly like those more yeah than anything else when you're doing a normal mission some enemies kind of feel like it but it's like when you get a boss you're, you're you know you're circling around a boss like you normally would but it's like maybe take a mix of a from software boss like like take that and then take like um like a returnal type boss okay or like a, a bullet hell so fuse that that's kind of what it's been like for me so far kind of like you kind of get a lot of more weapons being fired at you so you got to be quicker and dodging a lot it's not like you're from software boss okay. it does have a different taste yep. this game looks awesome i, I really want to get into it it's just too many games coming out but uh some yeah may, year, maybe check it out it. yeah yeah it might click for you more than maybe it's clicking for me yeah um I think it's cool factor and it's style and it's graphics and all of that just is just impeccable. Like from's design software design, like their design team is just awesome. Yeah. It's just, there's just something about the game. That's just not fully the like, world designs on another level. At from oh, it's, it's just, it always is. Dude. Yeah. It's insane. The, does the story seem cool? I've actually heard people talk about the story a little bit and people are saying it's a pretty cool. One. Yeah, maybe I'm not that far into it when it gets to the other chapters. Like, yeah. there was, like, a little bit into this final mission that I'm in for the chapter one that it's starting to tease some other things. Okay. So, like, I don't know where it goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, In this kind of intro bit, you're kind of, like, a mercenary that, like, drops in this planet, and you're trying to, like... The first thing you're trying to do is get, like, steal someone's mercenary, like, ID. Um, So you, like, find a destroyed mech. And you like take his identity basically, um, and then you have like a a guy called Handler Walter. It's like in your ear all the time. He's the one going out, giving you missions and stuff. Um, Walter. But it is a lot of like, yeah, Walter. Working He's actually name. a really cool voice, though. You should listen to Walter's voice. It's very cool. 
um yeah and you're 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 like getting these like little snippets of like these different factions and stuff that these different companies that are working on rubicon and stuff um but like i'm not fully sure where it's going yet okay yeah sounds cool man i really want to check that game out there's a couple games where i'm like you know, I have my must-plays, and then there's, like, a couple where I'm just like, okay, I want to try those before the end of the year just to see if I can get into it. Uh, Armor Core, Boulder's Gate, I want to try, and uh, a couple others. Definitely want to so. play Boulder's Gate. Sea yeah. of Stars as well, I'd probably put in that category. Yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, yeah, so definitely one of those. Uh, you've been playing anything else, then? Uh, I've played such a small part of Starfield. Not even an hour, probably. I mean, you could probably tell, like, how much I've played. I've made my character, and then I did the kind of tutorial and then i got to um did you did you uh, get on the ship got on the ship did like the tutorial of like fighting a few ships okay and then i got to new atlantis okay like right yeah. in front of the lodge basically yeah that's i would right. i would say that's pretty much like not the even end an hour of the tutorial section yeah, yeah. That, that's probably right where it ends uh i've also been playing starfield i don't know how many hours i'm in a lot, I guess. <laughs> probably a lot. It's probably been a, a week lot. you played the game. It's probably a lot. Yeah, I've been playing it at least about. I, I, I'm level 20, so if that, uh, okay. if that helps. You can level three two? three, two? Yeah, you level up pretty quick, so I guess I'm not like super far, but uh, yeah, thus so far, is, man. Is there a level scaling real quick? Does it get more XP as you go? Yeah, yeah. Like it definitely. Okay. The exp you need more and more XP to level yeah, up. Yeah, yeah over okay. over time for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's not just that sh you won't be leveling up that quickly. The later levels you go in, but I heard there's no level cap, so yeah, uh, that's interesting to me. That's uh, I can't remember the last. I, I don't know. Fallout Four had a level cap. I know Skyrim definitely has a level cap at at fifty. Uh, Fallout Three does too. I can't remember Four if it did, but uh, yeah, there are a ton of perks. I feel like I haven't even perks. like dug that deeply into the perks because like yeah, I kind like of just want yeah, I want like all the base ones, you know, and like a lot of them like you know like you can't steal until uh without a perk, you know. So it's and that's just like a very base level Bethesda oh, really? game thing. Yeah, so it's like you can't pickpocket. <laughs> no, you could steal, but you can't pickpocket. So uh, without the perk, oh. so um, yeah, it's uh, it's a pickpocketing perk. Man, I need to dive more into these perks. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I felt like, unlike a lot of other Bethesda games, you needed a lot of the perks to get just the base level things like that. So I was kind of just going through and getting all those base level perks. But yeah, thus far, man, this game is just like, uh, kind of like everything you would want in just like a fantasy, uh, sci-fi thing. You know, it's got just like a little bit of everything. I, I feel like I've like done so many like cool space stories that you've wanted to do so far. You know, I I joined a gang for a second. You know, a space gang <laughs> on Neon. I sold drugs for this guy. Uh, that was cool. What else have I done? I went on a cruise ship in space. That was really cool. Yeah, what? met a bunch of rich people. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's what I'm saying. It's just like they just got like everything you could want to do in space just built into a quest somewhere out there, and you just gotta. Kind I've of not heard it. about a cruise ship. Yeah, there was a cruise. It was just like one mission, but it was just really cool because it was just like a full blow cruise ship. And I was like, wow, this is fucking cool. It's just in space. You could like look down and there was like window floors and you could like see the planets below you. It was a really cool touch. But uh, yeah, thus far, I would say the opening was very slow. Um, it, it was... I didn't find it. Unless I'm still in the opening, I didn't find it. That yeah, slow. you're kind of still in the opening. I don't know. Okay. It's just uh, 
Bethesda Game Studios, the most of their em- uh, openings are a bit more memorable than that. I would say, you know, like yeah, yeah, Skyrim with the whole dragon thing, and you gotta escape yeah. that dragon. Fallout Three with the vault, and you gotta get out of the vault and all that. And uh, in Fallout Four, you like watch your parents get killed in front of you right away, or uh, at least your mom. And uh, you know, I would just say it was it was probably Bethesda's like least memorable opening, but still a good opening uh, nonetheless. But yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the game this far. It's uh, it, it feels very Bethesda, you know. It's uh, unsurprisingly right, like it does. When Todd Howard said this is Skyrim in space, he wasn't kidding. It, it really does just feel like Skyrim in space, which is a good thing, depending on who you are. I think maybe a lot of other people were expecting something different, but uh, I certainly wasn't. It's definitely meeting my expectations on that standpoint. This I want far. Bethesda to make Bethesda games. Exactly, and uh, yeah, and I think. People that wanted them to go like above and beyond, maybe not quite getting that, but I still think it's a very good game thus far. Especially with all the stuff you're doing, man. It's just uh, the main story is really awesome so far. Um, I, I'm probably like over halfway through the main story, I, if I had to guess. And uh, yeah, it's it's just super interesting. I don't want to like spoil anything, but uh, yeah, the the places they go with the main story are just like unexpected and interesting and uh you know the kind of the thing about the whole style of the world just in general it feels very like realistic you know like like you could actually see a future where things look like this you know and uh you know maybe not so much with how many different planets humanity is on but uh certainly with like just the way shit looks and the way spaceships look and like the way like lockers are designed and stuff like that it's not like super like dystopia futuristic it's just kind of like a we could you could see a point where humanity evolves to where everything looks like this you know and i think that's really cool it's a really unique thing especially like i'm watching like ahsoka right now you know which is another sci-fi thing and that's just like completely the opposite direction (laughs) of like where that's just like super fantasy and super you know why they're both sci-fi it's just a very different lane for sci-fi stuff i think more like firefly when you think of this than uh than star wars yeah, Fireflies are good. Yeah, that, 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 that's probably like a good. I saw that on Twitter yeah, somewhere, comparison. so I didn't come up with that. But uh, sure. not a well, just that the comparison to Firefly. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I, what do you, we'll go more in those lanes. I want to go back to like when you when you were picking your character. So like, uh, I want to know like your your class and then your traits. So my class, I end up just picking the kind of a basic scoundrel. It had pretty much all three of those perks. I was pretty good with. I wanted one that had persuasion, and Piloting seems very useful. I think I feel like I'm gonna pilot a lot, and then pistols. I always like pistols, even though I'm probably gonna use other weapons. Um, so those three seem pretty good. And then the traits that I chose, I chose the adoring fan. Got to have that stupid little smiling fan. I haven't met him. Uh, and then I chose a dream home. I wanted, I wanted a house. So why not? <laughs> that that's actually a very good one for at least. I wish I chose that one. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's good. I picked that. And then I chose the uh, the extrovert, so I get like more health and I think oxygen when I yeah. have a companion. So that's that's what I picked. I'm right there with you, pretty much. Actually, I pre- I chose space scoundrel as well. Uh, I I okay. also really want to persuade people. I put a lot of points. I I'm already at like level three with the persuasion one oh, already. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I love it. Even when I fail, the persuasion mechanic is actually very cool. I don't know if you've done any yet. Probably not. Just the tutorial uh, one. Just the tutorial one. Yeah. So you you like you get points when you're trying to persuade someone, but like you could also piss them off and they it, it could completely end the persuasion. So like a five point persuasion might really piss the person off or it make make you like 
it's implying that you're saying something like negative towards them, but just trying to convince them of whatever thing you're trying to persuade them of. And sometimes that could go too far and piss them off and just end the whole persuasion. Or you could go with a lower tier 1.1 that's like a bit nicer and uh, probably not going to end the whole persuasion thing. But it also might not uh, advance your persuasion points enough to the point where you'd actually persuade them. So it's like a really cool mechanic that they added into that uh, that I'm actually liking quite a bit. I do just reload anytime a persuasion fails. So I'm, yeah. so I'm like, fuck that. I want to see what the hell the, uh, the persuasion yeah, gets. Plus I... you get XP when one completes. So I'm just like... Well, I quick save all the time, and anytime you walk through a door, it auto saves. So I'm just gonna reload anytime I fail a persuasion. I I hope that I can get through as much of this game like I did with Outer Worlds. Yeah, like Outer just Worlds, talking. I did the, all those talk skills, and I basically talked my way the entire game. I fought so little in Outer Worlds, um, and I know I'm gonna have to probably fight a little bit more in Starfield, but I would like to try to talk my way through as much as possible. Yeah, I would say you're definitely going to have to fight more, especially on, like, side things. But, like, when you're yeah. doing a faction or the main quest, uh, I, I would think you could talk your way through a lot of that. You know, I've, I've seen okay. quite a few of the persuasion options pop up. And, you know, pretty much any time I'm doing a quest, one of them pops up. So, yeah, you, you can also uh, get a perk to bribe instead of persuade. So you could you, mm -hmm. you could do that as well. Um, there's a lot of ways to go about that. But yeah, I, I wanted to be a space scoundrel as well. To the point, I named my character Khan Solo. I like that. <laughs> no, you did not. Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I did. And the robot Vasco, he's, anytime you're at your ship, he's like, hello, Mr. Solo. <laughs> he does say Mr. Solo. He, he actually says Solo's in the name. name. Navaroli's in it. No, I named Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha, and gotcha it did gotcha, say, gotcha. He, when he first said it, I was like, okay, let's yeah, go. He's that was, right that was cool. I kind of wanted to put Knowles just to see if they had it, but uh, maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. They certainly would have had Connor. Did they publish the list? Maybe. Yeah, there's probably a Connor. Yeah, there's probably a published list out there somewhere, if I had to guess. Yeah, I'd but, like to know, like, because I think, like, Forza Horizon does that, or the, the, the Forza series, they have, like, you can put your name and they'll actually say it, too. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I've been kind of playing on that part. I know Greg Miller, like, really suggested you, like, really highly roleplay this game when you're, when you're playing through it. So, I was, you know, I kind of been leaning into that a bit more instead of just, like, doing whatever the fuck I wanted. I kind of have been leaning more towards, like, that space scandal type of mindset with uh the, the way i'm talking to people and stuff like that you know just kind of being a little smart ass space guy uh, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that you just randomly shoot people not random no not like that like uh you know like han solo a little bit you know I like to like talk my way out of scenarios or if yeah. i gotta shoot my way out then you gotta shoot your way out always looking out for like number one you know trying to get the most money possible for <laughs> i'm me. number one i'm number yeah. one yeah, yeah trying to trying to go about it that route uh, I have been bothered by everyone saying you need to get to New Game Plus, you know, or a lot of games media saying that because, sure. like, you know, apparently something happens with uh, New Game Plus where you get something. It's been bothering Sloan as well. I so bet. Much. I bet. Because <laughs> I think Sloan, when I was talking to him a little bit on Discord yesterday, I think he's probably got a similar mindset to me where, like, I want this one profile. I want to do everything I possibly can in this one profile and make it just like this crazy save where I have, where by like the end of my playthrough, I have like so many credits I don't know what to do with. I got a shit ton of ships, great outposts, and all that. And, and but now with everyone recommending that you go to new game plus uh i'm, I'm just like kind of conflicted so my plan for now is to i'm in i'm doing the crimson fleet faction which is like the pirate game uh yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying that thus far there's like a lot of really cool quests in that some of the better ones uh that i've seen have been through that 
So I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to finish whatever side quests I kind of want to do. I've done a lot of side quests already, so I don't, I don't feel like I need to do, like, too many more. But if, if something interesting pops up to me, I'm definitely going to do it. And then I'm going to beat the main story, and then I'm just going to see what the new game plus is. Because I think you can revert back to your other state. I don't know why you couldn't just reload from whatever the final yeah, mission is. Yeah, and uh, and I'll, I'll just see what this new game plus is, and if it's, like, really that cool. And then maybe because like the idea of doing the whole main story again doesn't doesn't really appeal to me, you know. I mean, you know, you know me. Yeah, I'm sure it really <laughs> I doesn't really appeal to do you. Not care about New Game Plus unless like unless it becomes a different video game. Yeah, you know, it's like then then why would I want to? And what was really the point of even this first playthrough is what I would say. What's the point? Like, that's I, what I'm saying. Is like what could it possibly be that's so important? That's so cool that you would want to redo everything. Greg Miller tweeted out that he's on his fifth playthrough. Why? That means you that means you did the main quest five four times? Like what why? What is what is so cool that carries over? I'm just so curious to see what that actually is. Yeah, I don't And know. also I don't think in Bethesda would intend for anyone to play like that, you know? Like, yeah. That seems that, like a weird intention. Yeah. Like that I don't think they did, you know? I think whatever it is, I think it was more of them being like, hey, this is another reason for you to play through the game again at some point, you yeah. know? Not right away, you know? And it's like a cool perk that you'll get for beating the game. So I don't know. I, I'm very curious to see what that actually is. I know even Andrew in our Discord was like, yeah, get through the main story. So I just don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want to see what it is. Like, I'm definitely that curious. But uh, yeah, the the idea of just playing through everything again doesn't doesn't appeal to me at all. And I thought, like, you know, spoiler, you know, there's powers in the game, uh, because of one of the trailers. But um, I thought it would be like, oh, you don't get the power or powers until the end, and then you could carry that over, and that changes the combat. But I have a fuck ton of powers right now, Daniel. <laughs> like, it's just uh, so I don't is it know. Is the main mission? uh yeah i mean they eventually get to the it eventually becomes like the skyrim um the the dragon powers where like you gotta shouts, go yeah. yeah the shouts where you gotta go to to a dungeon or whatever to get one of them but um yeah the, the there's three that you get through the main quest pretty pretty okay. quickly so and then from there you can go off and get more or however many more you want i think i have like seven right now and there seems to be like 20 of them 25 so Oh, and uh, uh, those are really cool. They they uh they add a lot to the combat. I would say I'd say the combat really clicked once I got the powers more. Interesting. Yeah, and they're they're very cool looking. Um, I like the jetpack quite a bit too. I wish it was just like a straight up jetpack. Sometimes they could also really use a dash mechanic in this game. You know, like something like Doom. You know, where I can just like, you know, or something like that. Yeah, that might just be a little too quick for what the game is. Yeah. But um, I definitely think it's Bethesda's best feeling game thus far, which isn't yeah, surprising. Yeah, a little bit of shooting. Yeah, expect it to be that. Yeah, maybe not quite on a level of uh, like Cyberpunk, you know, uh, uh, just another game in the same. Cyberpunk vein. feels a little bit better. Yeah, I would say Cyberpunk definitely uh, handled gunplay a little bit better and made that feel a little bit more fun. But I still like it nonetheless. It's still uh, very addicting and very fun. I gotta say, I'm not the biggest fan of the dog fights right now. I don't know if it's just because I still just have the base level ship that they give you right away. Um and i've like upgraded it a little bit but these ships you can tell are very much like a late game thing where uh they're very expensive to upgrade it's very expensive to buy new ships it's just like a fuck ton of money and like you know i've i've been able to afford a few a few upgrades here and there but not really 
go all out on a ship like I would like to. And uh, so maybe they get more fun when you have all the bells and whistles you would want on the ship, right? But uh, for now, I'm not I'm not like super into a dogfight every time I run into one. Yeah, is there a way to have like passive income in the game? Or you I think can, through like, the outposts, can... yeah. I think through the, the outposts, outposts you can okay. you can eventually get there, and because uh, I know there's like cargo trades you can do with your outposts and stuff like that. So oh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm assuming after a while you definitely could. That's another thing with the new game plus is like, don't you guys want to experience all that? Why would you do a whole new game plus when when that's there? I don't know. I don't I don't know. The new game plus thing is really bothering me. The more I talk about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I can't wait to get get to playing it. I've been excited for Starfield for a long time, so yeah, yeah it's a really cool game though, Star Man. It's just uh, everything you could have wanted out of the. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, RPG, you know, it really is, and uh, you know, it, maybe it doesn't go above and beyond, but it it didn't really need to, in my opinion. So, are you getting a as as many bugs as like uh, you, some older you know? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I, I have ran into a few of, like, the Bethesda jank that you would expect, you know? There was, like, a, a couple times where, like, someone's, like, really close to the camera, and I'm, like, literally just looking at their nostrils when <laughs> they're talking. They're like, okay, that's a little weird. A few, like, clip-ins in, into walls and stuff like that I've seen. You know, your typical jank that you'd see in a giant RPG like this it is there. But I would say it's, it's definitely the most polished Bethesda game, you know? You can tell that... uh you know, Howard even said without Xbox, this they got like or with Xbox, they got that extra six months polish time, right? And it's and that really shows, you know, it's it's not like this game's crashing on me at any point. The mechanics with everything that's going on with the flying, going in and out of worlds, and all that, it works surprisingly well. You know, if if I told you Skyrim was gonna have new planets and a spaceship, all of a sudden you'd be like, oh my god, that's gonna be janky as fuck. So yeah. for it to work here is is pretty amazing. Yeah, I've I've noticed it already that there is a lot of like sections of loading. Yeah. Um, but like the loads haven't been that long. Yeah, um, I know that's bothering a lot of people. Like there is, you are fast traveling a lot, and it does load, yeah. and uh, the load times are very noticeable for for a uh, next gen game. You know, but that yeah. might just be something we're gonna have to just get more and more used to. You know, is uh load load screens coming back and whatnot but uh they're not that bad that's why one thing i did want to shout out was the uh, any picture you take on, through the photo mode it, it it turns into the load screen <laughs> so uh, oh, cool. yeah yeah your your pictures will just randomly pop up during the load screens which i thought was really cool i like that so it saves it some library in the game yeah some like yeah i think there is a photo library in the game uh okay. somewhere maybe in the main menu but um yeah it's a load screens pop up it's one of your pictures the first time i saw that i was like oh that's fucking awesome that is very cool i yeah. like that idea yeah yeah i really like the characters this far too the uh every member of constellation is very interesting uh that's like the main group you'll meet them in a minute yeah i've only met one yeah Barrett. yeah you met Barrett. Barrett's actually really cool he's funny um yeah i'm actually really liking a lot of the characters which isn't something professor is typically known for you know there aren't that many memorable characters in skyrim and fallout 3 and, that, and stuff like that there's a few that stick out here and there but uh thus far i've like really come to enjoy every member of constellation that i've gotten to know and there's just more out there right like i've met a few of the pirates in the crimson fleet and those those characters seem really interesting to me and you can get a lot more companions in this game than you could in past bethesda titles at least from what i've noticed like i've 
I, I, I got like a crew if I want to, you know, like I can just pick out of like, I don't know, probably like 12, 13 people thus far. And I, I've only done one of the factions. So I'm assuming there's like upwards of 30 people you could make as a companion, which is just awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for, in terms of like standout characters, they, they will have characters that are really standout ish, but within their story. Yeah. Like they'll just be little stories focused on these, these characters. And that's kind of it. You know, they're, they're not like these grand overarching characters. That's just not, you're right. That isn't really a Bethesda thing. Like, yeah, it's not little, like mass effect where like the characters are the standout point of the game. Yeah. yeah. It's more about the, their story and whatever interactions you're getting from them. And yeah. Like, stuff like that. Like these games are just very much like, you live in the world, you know, and you create your own story. I mean, you're obviously doing the quests that they've laid out to you, but it's kind of like even the quests, like I'm going to have a completely different experience with quests that you're going to, then you're going to have for quests and stuff like that. You know, it really does just feel like you've seen Westworld. <laughs> like it really feels I like Westworld or stuff. You should watch season one of Westworld. Very good. But uh, it really does just feel like that where you just arrive in the world. And there's just like a million different things to do. You can just go talk to this random person and it might lead you down this whole long hours, long quest line, you know, where something brand happens at the end, you know, and, uh, it's, it's awesome for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, with this main story because that's what i'm most interested in yeah which is actually interesting because like normally with any bethesda game i've played i'm like doing all the other stuff like as much time as i put into skyrim i put like over 200 something hours into skyrim did not complete that story yeah <laughs> I, I only did like the side stuff yeah in that game, so and yeah, to this I, game's credit i would say the main story thus far has been like probably the most interesting part and that's uh that's awesome yeah it's awesome to hear and it's awesome to see that right yeah yeah, it, the game just oozes a lot of style too. Yeah, definitely. I do want to reiterate that. Yeah, yeah. It, the music uh, is fantastic. You know, that main theme's really good. Yeah, the main theme's really good. They really do well. Uh, just good music cues when you're just like on some yeah. random planet, you know, and the music starts playing, and you're like, yeah, this is fucking dope. The vibe of the game is just so fucking cool. Yeah, I like the what do they call? It? They call it NASA punk. Is that what yeah. they called it? Yeah, I think that's the term <laughs> they were using. It's like, yeah, that's a that's a cute term. It makes a lot of sense for this. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know next week with the whole new game plus thing if I if I because uh, okay. I should get through it by then. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know if it's if it's really that worth it. Which everyone says it is. That beat it, so I don't. I'm so curious to see what that actually is. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know. All right, Daniel. Uh, do we want to do a character ranking real quick? Uh, if you want, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, let me pull up. Let me pull up the ranking. Where are you? Do, 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 do. I think we got a new number one two weeks ago. John Marston. Congrats, we John Marston. We do have a new number one. We do have a new number one. Uh, if you'd like to go ahead and pick a character, give me a second so I can find the character. Okay. Mm, who do I want to pick? Thank you. Um, hmm. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Now I can't think of any okay, of characters all of a sudden. Yeah, um, I am going to choose. We need to. We got so many fighting game characters. We got to start knocking into these fighting game characters. What game's coming out in a week and a half? Mortal Kombat. We've only done one Mortal Kombat character, so we're going to do the other big Mortal Kombat character. The homie Sub Zero. Zero. Great in that movie. Who doesn't love Sub Zero? <laughs> um. Okay. Obviously, iconic status is huge with Sub Zero. Very huge. Yeah. But that's it's ones. funny that you said that because we're talking about you know with definitive rankings, it means a lot of things, right? 
iconic status we've uh, determined it. You know, that's a big factor. He's not more iconic than Scorpion. No. Yeah, I would agree. He has to go below Scorpion. He's so he's below Scorpion, which is yeah. at thirteen. So he has to at least he's not he's not that high. Okay, let's start from there then. What is fourteen? Yeah, fourteen would be Cal. Cal. Cal Kestis. I wouldn't put him above Cal either. I think it's going to be pretty close. It's he's going to be right around here. I think. So I'll go. I'll just name a few characters, and you can kind of tell me when to stop. Um, so fourteen's Cal Kestis. Fifteen is Clive Rossfield. Sixteen is Riku. Uh, 17 is Doomslayer, 18 is Chai, 19 is Crash. Maybe one above Doomslayer? So you think he's not as good as Riku? So I think no. I might like him more than Riku. Do you? Okay, we can go yeah. one above Riku. But is he better than that. Clive? Clive was a good character, man. Maybe Clive doesn't quite have that iconic status, especially considering that game just came out, but... um. Yeah, I'm thinking I'll right leave that up to you. 15, 16, 17. We're kind of in that same spot, I think. Yeah. If you want to go one above Clive, I'm fine with that. I don't. I, I think I'm with you with Cal. I think I like Cal just a bit more. Yeah, I, I like, I just, I like Cal. He's a little more flushed more. out of a character. Yeah, especially Even after I do, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. I, I, there is some story there with Sub-Zero, you know. Sure. Like, I think he has a, an interesting story, especially with Scorpion. Okay, we'll just put him, we'll put him above Riku. Okay. Right below Cal. Cool with that. Sub Zero. Do you have a character? Yeah, let's do uh let's do Banjo. Oh. Are you doing uh Kazooie as well? Do they get paired together? Yeah, I think you got to, right? That's okay. probably one of the ones that I have to get to was... Kazooie. Yeah. 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 So obviously iconic status is fucking huge with Banjo Kazooie. Um, Pretty iconic. Yeah. I don't know about the games necessarily. I've only ever played the first one. I like the first two games. Yeah. Um, Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. Yeah. Yeah. I know people I think like the first one more, but um, interesting. Okay. Now in terms of 3D platforming mascots, I would go below Crash with Banjo. I don't know about you. Oh, Crash is. I like Crash more than Banjo. Yeah. So I would so uh, I would say he has to go at below least that. Twenty. Interesting. What about Luigi compared to Banjo? I don't think I like Luigi more. Comparable, than but yeah, I would say Luigi, especially in terms of iconic status, Luigi hasn't beat. Yeah. Okay, so right below Luigi, Luigi's at twenty three. So at twenty four is, um, age of forty seven, from Hitman. Ooh. So who's better? Banjo I'd say Agent 47 is a little bit higher, right? Okay. Yeah. We'll keep going then. Uh, number 25 is Zangief. I would put him Street above Fighter. Zangief. I would go okay. right there. Okay. Yeah. Right there then? The 25? Okay. Um. So we don't have... Wait, do we... No, we do have a Tekken character. I was going to try to do a Tekken character. So let's do Heihachi. Heihachi? Which Tekken. one is this? He's the dad. He's the dad. Let me look up a picture. He's the... He was in... Um, He's been in a lot of stuff. Heihachi. Tekken. Oh, okay. This guy. Yeah. Okay. Super iconic then. Especially in terms of Tekken characters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are you thinking? Um, it's a good question. 
Ahachi. Ahachi's got a big iconic status. Sure. I would say, one I mean, he's definitely above Zangief, right? So wherever the hell we had that. Zangief is at 26 now. I would definitely say out of the fighters we were just listing off that he's below them, you know, your Sub-Zeros, your Ryu's. I'd say he's below Yeah, Ryu's really high up. Ryu is, I think, our highest fighting game character. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he literally might be the most iconic fighting game character, so. Yeah, I mean, Scorpion's close, but yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, Heihachi. Let's see. So you think that Sub Zero is higher than Heihachi? Because I might think Heihachi is higher than Sub Zero. Really? Okay. I, I, I was thinking Heihachi... right around that area, but okay. I don't know if he's as high as Scorpion, Heihachi, but no. I think he might be higher than than Sub Zero. Okay, I'm cool with that. So where did we just Clive? put Sub Zero? Is he above he's, Clive? He's... Okay. Yeah. So Clive would be above Sub Zero. I don't know. Does Heihachi have any story to back yeah, him up? Yeah, there's some. Bit? There's a a weird Tekken story. Weird Tekken like lore going on there. Like, okay. He loves throwing his son off of a cliff. Who doesn't? Um, yeah. Um, we we'll put. Oh. It's tough. It's tough. These character rankings. We'll just we'll put we'll put we'll put them one. Just right above Sub Zero. One above Sub Zero. Hey Hachi. Hey Hachi. Uh, do you have one? Yeah. Let's do a bigger one. Let's do Kirby. Whoa! Do Kirby. You go, you swing let's, it the fence, let, let's get Kirby. Let's get Kirby. You know, I get Kirby oh, in there, sucking boy. shit up, sucking up them cars, sucking up them vending machines, spinning out cans. Yeah, Kirby's, yeah, Kirby's a, lot. a great character. Kirby's out here, you know. Kirby is a great Kirby, character. Great character Kirby's design. Got... Very simple, but you know, yeah, effective. stuck around, been a classic, you know. Um, in terms of power level, is Kirby's we Kirby is confirmed the most powerful character ever, right? Yeah, I think so. In at least in the whole Nintendo sphere, right? I think that's, more than uh, that. I mean, Snake was there, died. Yeah, that's a good I point. Mean, that's a good point. Sonic yeah. died. Like, I mean, Kirby might <laughs> be the most That star was faster than Sonic. You know, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kirby was um, the most powerful character. Kirby's it has nothing to do with the creator of Smash also being the creator of Kirby, though. Absolutely uh, not. Uh, absolutely Why would you not. even insinuate that? No, I didn't. You know, I just wanted to point out that it has nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> you you got to love Kirby. I feel like Kirby's got to be top 10. At so least, number 10 at is least where we're at right now. That's tough, actually. That's tough. Uh, number 9 is Ryu. Number 8 is GLaDOS. Number 7 is Sonic. I'm going to vote one above Amicia and be the new number 10. Because I think Kirby still below Ryu. I don't know. Amicia has a Honestly, great story, but in terms of iconic status, I feel like you got to put Kirby just one above her. I'm looking at one below Sonic. What is Sonic? I'm putting one number seven. I'm number putting seven, interesting. I'm gonna put I want Kirby. I want him at the new number eight. What is eight right now, currently? So so number ten's Amicia, number nine Ryu, number eight GLaDOS, and then seven Sonic. You wanna go above GLaDOS? Yeah. I could see it. Okay. I'm down with that. Uh, as much as I like Ryu. I don't know. Kirby there's just something about Kirby. Maybe it's his character's design sticks out more. 
something like I, I don't know. I think that there's just a little bit more to Kirby than a Ryu. As much as I love Ryu, Ryu has a lot of iconic status. Yeah, I think eventually we're gonna get to the point where it's uh, you know, I think all giant lists get to this point eventually where it's like, why is that one there? Why is that? Because personally, I would put Kirby. I might put Kirby above Sonic, but below Ryu. But that's just not the way we gotta lay down right now. So I'm fine with where it is. I mean, that's how that's how all these listings. Yeah, works, right? exactly. Yeah, it's eventually what's gonna happen. So yeah, I'm fine with all that. All right. Kirby, uh, we have new number eight. one more character. Okay. New number, new number eight. Uh, um, you got one? Yes. Pers- uh, we're going to do Joker from Persona 5. Ooh. The main character. That's a good one. That's Persona a good 5. one. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. So you kind of shape Joker into, into what you Very want it to bit. be. Very little bit. Okay. Joker's... It, that's what makes it a little interesting, is that Joker is just a character. Like, you can do a few options, but for the most part... Joker's Joker. Yeah. Very cool design, right? So, Very cool design. Yeah. I mean, Even Joker now Joker is like the face of Persona, you know? Yeah. In a lot of ways. And uh, especially after the popularity five and then him being in Smash and all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of ways Joker really is the face of Persona. So that iconic status has to go up quite a bit. Um, yeah. What is number 13? So, below Amicia, Amicia's at 11. Okay. Below that's Cloud. Okay. And then right at 13 is Raz. Mm. I like Joker more than Raz. You like Joker more than Raz? But okay. 14 is Scorpion. I could go one above Raz. I could, I could be down for that. Yeah, where does Joker compare to Cloud? I would not be above Cloud. Iconic okay. status Cloud plus the story to back it up. Yeah, at this point, I would not okay. put Joker in front of Cloud. Hearing you say that, then, so yeah. you compare him to Raz and Scorpion. Yeah, I mean, with Raz, I really like Raz. I mean, me too. I think we Raz have Raz really of, high. Yeah, we do. I think Raz had the story to back it up from what I played of Psychonauts Two, which was the whole thing. Um, I never played the Psychonauts One. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could. I would put Joker above Raz. I think right okay. now. Yeah. And and then still above Scorpion. Yeah. And Scorpion's dropping a bit in this, this session. What's going to happen? He's going to be like a number 100 someday. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to read off the top 10. Yeah. So we got number 10. New number 10. Ryu from Street Fighter. Number 9 is GLaDOS from Portal. Number 8 is Kirby. Uh, number seven is Sonic the Hedgehog. Number six is Zelda. Number five is Cosmic Kiryu from Like a Dragon. Number four is Dutch from Red Dead. Number three is Abby from The Last of Us. Number two is Garrus from Mass Effect. And number one is John Marston from Red Dead. John Marston. I like the southern accents. <laughs> All right, great. We're certainly uh, fleshing out this list here. Yeah, we have 40 people ranked total oh, right damn. now. Damn, okay. I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, that is going to do it for the Nerd Guys Podcast, episode 180. What was it, 7? Yeah, 187 part 187. 2. 187 part 2. Thank you so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash nerdguys. You know, it's available on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you want to say? Uh... Get to playing some games and stop complaining.
can't stop complaining you know what i mean seven out of ten seven out of ten <laughs> all right bye bye everybody bye everybody